0: Amen. As I was saying, our text today, main text, will be coming from 1 Corinthians, the 16th chapter, verses 9. Amen. And our title today will be The Great Door. The Great Door. <clears throat> About a week ago, uh, Minister. Adams, Vernon Adams, uh, and I were talking, and he was explaining to me about a, a dream that uh, he had. And the dream was like a black tornado. Black tornadoes coming down, and they were chasing people. And at the same time, Burnett brought a word. That Called casualties of the kingdom And during the same time God was dealing with me With a word Entitled the great door And all of this is synopsis Of A revelation that God was given To me To bring to the people And not only that but He was going to bring it in what we call real-time, not in the future, but it would be a real-time word. And that's what we try to do here at all times is to bring a a real-time word. Amen? Amen. So we're going to be dealing with the great door today. And the Word of God, you know, it goes on. And it's one thing that we do have to understand is that faith cometh by what? Hearing. See, faith does not come. By worship. Faith does not come. By praise. Faith does not come. By how much money you got. Faith does not come. By how many materialistic things. That you've got. Faith don't even come by what you heard. But faith cometh by. Hearing. And that means that. Faith is a now thing. That's why I say. Now faith is, because it's a now thing. See, faith ain't got nothing to do with what you heard. Faith is all about what you're hearing. The Bible tells us in 1017 of the book of Romans that faith cometh by hearing. That's a present thing. And hearing, that means that if faith cometh by hearing, that means faith got to come from somewhere. And the only way that it can come is through So, Watch this. And hearing got to come by what? The Word of God. Amen? Amen. But the Bible goes on the same now. Oh. How can you bring the Word of God or preach the Word of God without a, or hear the Word without a preacher? Right? So you got to have a preacher that's able to preach... The Word of God. Not just able to preach, but able to preach the Word of God. Because faith come about hearing, hearing what? The Word of God. Now how can a preacher preach to you unless he's been sent? He can get up here and fake it, but your life won't change if he ain't been sent by God. Because he ain't going to have nothing to give you that came from God. We talk about the great door. The great door. Watch this word. See, 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 uh, faith, it don't come by all that other stuff. It don't come by speaking in tongues. And all. That, ain't what, that ain't what brings faith. The Bible says faith coming by hearing. And your hearing don't come by you speaking in tongues. Your hearing don't come by what you heard. Your hearing don't come by your money. Your hearing don't come by your worship. Your hearing don't come by your praise. But your hearing come by the word of God. That's why it's so important to hear God's word. God placed his word above all his name. In the beginning was the word. So we done put a whole lot of other things in the church in front of God's word, and it ain't working. Most people been up on praise and worship, but they ain't got no word. So you got a bunch of noise in the church, but you ain't got no spiritual giants in the church because they ain't got no word. And if you ain't got no word, then you ain't got no faith. Because faith cometh by hearing. And hearing cometh by word of God. Now that's, sound, that's what you call sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. And trust me. That's what we need. Now this, this open door. What's watch, watch Paul here? Paul says in First Corinthians, the 16th chapter, verse 9, he says, For a great door... And an effectual, that word effectual there means a powerful door has been opened unto me. And there are many, what? Adversary. Oh, you know what an adversary is? That's something that's going to be going up against you. So now, we always talk about we want God to do more. In order for God to do more, that means the devil got to do more against you. Now... God's Word says, there's been a great door open for us. See, salvation is a great door that's been open for us. And ever since we stepped into that door, guess what? We've had many adversaries. There's been all kinds of forces that's done come up against us in our life, right? Sickness, death, poverty, all kinds of stuff. Emotional discomfort, insanity, addictions, you name it. Broken relationships, Amen. Can we just be real up in here? You see, all that comes with what we call life. So Paul said, now, a great door has been opened. See, a great door has been opened for all of us. For each and every one of us. See, 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 I'm trying to get God's people. I'm talking about kingdom people. I ain't talking about church folk. I'm talking about kingdom folk. I'm trying to get God's kingdom folk to understand that it ain't by might, and it ain't by your power, but it's by God's spirit that this thing is done. It ain't about how many we got. It's about what we do with what we got. Because if one can put a 1,000 to flight and two ten thousand, what can we do? That's why we're out there in the world, the entire world. This group, throughout the world, Doing more than the large churches with thousands of members that's collecting folk money, but they ain't giving you no real word. You're getting the same old recycled junk. But when you come up in here, you get a word if you got ears to hear. Now, if you don't have ears to hear, you won't even realize what you got. See, see you, 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 you can have a gold mine and you don't even got sense enough to know it. <laughs> when them idiots walked with Jesus, they didn't even know what they had. And Jesus said, have I not been with you all this time and you still don't know? Have I been preaching 13 years to y'all people and you still don't know? The difference between church and kingdom. If you don't know, there's something wrong with your hearing. And when you don't hear, you're always looking for somewhere else. Because, see, you don't understand what you got. It's like having a good wife at home and then you want to go somewhere. You ain't got sense enough to know what you got. It's like having a good husband at home. I've had women that want a man in church. When they get the man in church, they go to acting a fool. And then when he get out of church and go back to his old ways, now, nah. yeah, 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 my husband. Now, nah, while well, you've got him in church, you need to try to keep him there, and you need to be there with him. Now, nah, I'm just going to tell it like it is. I'm here to stomp on the devil because the devil is a liar. And he'll lie to me and he'll lie to you and he will destroy us because there's a great door that's been opened until each and every one of us and there's going to be many adversaries. There's going to be many forces up against you. See now. This great door and this powerful door now you see, a door is an opportunity. Is an opportunity for you to do something without complaining. Amen. Amen. I need, do I need to say that again? I say a door, and it's a great door. That's been open. So God is what God is saying. I've given uh, each of us. God is saying I've given each one of you an opportunity Amen. to do something. Great. Without complaining. Because I already told you it's gonna be many adversaries in order for you to get what I got for you. Huh? You gotta possess this thing. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you and say it's just gonna come to you. No, you're gonna have to take this. You got to take this by force. If not, it's gonna take you by force. (laughs) Somebody going down. Either you or the adversary. Amen? Amen? But I guarantee you, somebody's going to be laid flat out. Now, most of the time, it's us. Amen? Amen? Amen. Why? Because faith come about. Hear, hear. And hearing come about what? So we don't have no faith because we don't hear. And we don't hear because we ain't getting no word. And we do get a word. We don't know it's a word because we don't know what we got. Because we think bologna is steak. Because that's all we've ever eaten. So we call it steak. No, honey, that's baloney. That that comes from the scraps of the hog. You know what I'm saying? Amen. So what we got to do is we got to learn to distinguish the difference between what's real and what's a lie. Even within ourselves. Because not only do the, the adversary come from outside the biggest one is gonna be coming for me and when that door is open, Amen. because when you step through that great door called salvation, oh boy, that's when hell breaks loose from within. Because now everything becomes a challenge to you. The things you used to do it didn't make no difference to you. Now they challenge you, and you're feeling guilty, and you're feeling crazy, and you. I got to change, but change hasn't come yet, so I got to live with this till I change, and I got to go through this, and I got to go through this. But don't you know that God is working it out? Don't you know God is working it out? If you just stick it out, God will work it out. If you just get self out the way, get you out the way. That's what the problem is, You. Take a break on you. Stop lying to yourself and listen to others that tell you lies. Stop that. Grow up. But look here. There's a great door. Isaiah twelve three talks about how the we ought to go with joy to the whales or to the. Waters of the wells of salvation. Isaiah 12.3. Talks about that. Say so when we go there. We need to go with what? Joy. Well. Because it's going to take some strength. And Nehemiah 8.10 says. That the joy of the Lord. Is my strength. Right? Amen. So. Knowing that we've got these adversaries. When we do Go. To not just the well, but the wells with an S of salvation. That means whatever you need, God got it. It don't make no difference what it is if you let him. God got it. But we got to learn which well to draw from in our time of need. If you need food, you don't need to be going over here to the well asking God for a house. You're going to the wrong well. See, see, if you look in that scripture there, you'll see that there's an S on wells. That means that salvation got more than one dipping spot in it. Oh, y'all don't hear me? Y'all don't hear me? See, if you need victory, then you don't need to be going over here to the well of healing. You're in the wrong well. If you need deliverance, you don't need to be going over here to this other well, then it, you're in the wrong well. So, so what I'm trying to say church is that You're only going to prosper where God plants you you, you ain't going to prosper where you All you're going to do is screw up something Amen. That's already You ever tried to fix something That don't need fixing Amen. And mess it up Amen. I'm here to stalk the devil this morning Amen. Because we got a great door We got a great opportunity And we've got it's a powerful opportunity that reaches throughout the world that's saving souls. See, see, we got to get our stupid selves out the way and understand the seriousness of what we do. Amen. Not only for ourselves, but for others too. Amen. Because our mission is to go ye into the world and teach men, all men, all nations, not some, but all nations to obey the commandments of what Jesus Christ has set down for his uh, 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 disciples. Amen. That's what our job is. So salvation got many wells to it. But if you don't know what you need, then you, how you going to know which well to go to? If you don't know salvation got many wells, many wells of water represents many blessings. You don't ask for a cow when you need a sheep. You don't ask for a donkey when you need a cow because you need some milk. You need a cow. The donkey can't do it for you. See, what we're doing here, we going over here, and the donkey looks like a cow. And somebody done told us, the yeah, adversary that, that's cow See <laughs> You done got tricked Now what you do is you get in somebody else, else here, And try to trick them That's what the devil does See the devil to try to take you out of the way of God And then when he take you out of the way of God All you done is left with yourself And when you're your counsel Like I told you before When the only counsel you got is you and somebody stupid like you, you in big trouble. Amen. And the enemy is stupid. Amen. And if we listen to him, how many, how many times y'all been stupid? <laughs> <laughs> huh? How many? Amen. And you don't know you're stupid until after the fact. That's what you call the blind leading the blind. They both fall in a ditch. See, see, see. you blinded to stupidity before you do something stupid. After you do something stupid, all of a sudden everything becomes clear. You got 20-20 vision. Hindsight. Oh, I shouldn't have did it this. It's too late. You've been blinded by the enemy. Well, I'm speaking truth. You know why? Because I love you. And if I don't tell you the truth, then God's going to get me. Amen. But after I tell you the truth, then it's on you. Amen. I got the blood off my hand. Because you'll mess around, blind lead to blind, and get somebody killed. <laughs> Old fool. You'll get somebody killed. If you don't know what you're talking about, shut up. Because you're going to get somebody killed. Amen. Sit your butt down. Shut up. And let God's leadership do what it's supposed to do. And if you're a man in your home, you're the leader, sit down, women, and let God's leadership do what it's supposed to do. Get out the way. You're supposed to be a follower, you ain't supposed to be no leader. I'm talking about men that are in God and doing the right thing. Amen. I ain't talking about somebody that's a fool now. Amen. But I'm talking about a man that's trying to do the right thing. You're supposed to be supporting him. Amen. You ain't supposed to be trying to knock him off his throne because of what you want. Amen. Oh, I'm preaching up in there bed and y'all. Amen. I'm going to burn this thing today. I'm going to burn this thing today. I thought I had slowed down a little bit, but I believe I lied to myself. I done, all of a sudden, I don't got a, another surge in me. Amen. I don't got riled up in the spirit because I want to kill the devil. Amen. And I know that there's going to be great adversary, but watch this. Go over here to Jeremiah 12, verse five. Go into it. Jeremiah 12, verse five. Old Testament. The word of the Lord asks a question. It's certain now, if the footmen have wearied you, are y'all there? Watch this. That's them little demons. That's them little things. You know them little bitty things that just worry you to death? That's the footmen. Them little demons. You know your little, like, like our emotional discomforts. They, they, they worry us, don't they? That's them footmen. They weary us, don't they? Because they nagging, right? It's just like a fly. You ever seen a mayfly? you flying around your head and you're swatting at me, just, and you swatting at me, you still, you know what I'm talking about? That's a footman. He wearies you. He's a small little demon, but he worries us. And he wearies us. But the Bible says now, if you've been wearied by the footman, how are you going to contend with the horses? Oh, God. Look at that. Look at it. How are you going to contend? In other words, how are you going to deal when this thing really get in flow? See, that's that dream burning Adam's head, Mr. Adam. Got them demons coming down. See, see, I might be with you a minute, but bow with me. I'm, I'm, you're going to need your help today. <laughs> if you just listen. That's all you got to do is listen, you know. You leave it, cause all of us are being challenged and tried. Amen. Amen. Every one of us. Amen. Get, get so don't come up in there like we're not. called. everybody in here, the door's been opened. The great door is opened. All of we in here. <laughs> That's an opportunity to do something besides complain, huh? Amen. But it's, see, complaining is an adversary. That's what they have serious. That's why God don't like murmuring. He don't like it. That's what got 'em messed up in the wilderness. They murmured. Mm-hmm. They didn't want what God had to give. <laughs> see, see, whatever God is giving you right now, that's what God is intended for you to do. If you're doing the right thing with God, and even if you're not, God is still working it out. See, God is giving you what you need right now so that you can get prepared for what he got for you already, but you just ain't ready to get it yet. You got to grow up to that level. You just got to give God some time. Patience. Yes, patience. That's a hard word because it come with many things. He say, now, look here. If you can't contend, if, 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 the, if the footman unworried you, them small nagging things, how you going to contend with them big demons? Them things are coming from way up top. But we're going to deal with that in a minute. And if in the time of peace, when everything going well, look at this scripture. It says that they wearied you. You know, when everything is going good in your life and you still find something to allow itself to weary you? Oh, come on, y'all. Talk to me. You know how we are. We never say We We always find something wrong even in the most idealist of situations. When everything's going wrong, we're going to look for a way to screw it up. I know I am. Am I the only one in the house to do that? Things be going good, and that ain't good enough. I got to tamper. It don't feel right unless I screw something up. That's a fool lady. Here I am Lord <laughs> Cause they don't f- see, see we have to break ourselves from that right Amen. We got to work on that I'm serious Amen. That's a work in progress right there Amen. That thing ain't no joke We ain't joking up in here We speaking truth up in here man Amen. Shoot He say now look here ain't doing your time with peace If they weary you these small things What you going to do with the swelling of the Jordan That's when this thing really overflows That's when you get inside that door, that great door, and that powerful door, and you see not only is God powerful in this door, but the adversary is powerful too. Oh, yes. Don't you underestimate that. The the, the enemy is powerful in that door. Great door, great opposition. Amen? All right. now, Now let's move on. Let's move on. The word of God says here in Psalm, the Song of Solomon 2 uh, 15. Song of Solomon is right after Ecclesiastes. People don't usually go to that book. But watch this. The Song of Solomon is right after Ecclesiastes. And I want you to go there, and I want you to go to chapter 2, verse 15. Amen? amen. Say amen when you get there. I want you to see something. I'm talking about these, these foxes. Are we there? The Bible say take hold of these foxes, right? Ain't that what it saying? That that means to take control of these foxes because it's the little foxes. Look at that. It's the little foxes that do what? Jesus is divine. See, it's these little things, them little foxes that spoil Christ in us. Because it has us doing other things, right? It has our mind off Christ, right? Look what it does. If the vine is far by these little things, these little foxes, and our vines have tender grapes on it, that's tender fruit. Then when the little foxes in life, you know them little things that just take you away from God. When they spoil the Christ in you, guess what's going to happen to the fruit that's developing in you? It's going to rot. That's another reason why we don't get nowhere. See, every time we step into the great door and the opposition hit us, the adversary hit us, say, well, we don't know how to handle it. We allow it, them little foxes, we allow it to spoil the vine. Jesus say, I'm the vine, you're the branch. You understand? And a tree is known by the fruit of bath. Now, if the tree has been spoiled, the vine has been spoiled by the little foxes, then the fruit ain't going to be no good either. Because there's a lot of things that are tender in you that God is trying to, you know, mature. And we're going to have to learn how to handle the adversary Amen. that's in us and be able to recognize what's going on inside of us. When the voice is talking. It's difficult. I'm not saying this is easy. We're dealing with a lifetime of trying to get this thing. And we still ain't going to have it. Only through Christ. You understand? Amen. But if you think that you're going to have it, like a lot of these idiots out here that's in religion, talking about they don't sin no more and they got this and they got that. You ain't got, you're a fool. You do not have this yet. God has us, but the Bible say ain't none righteous. No, not one. Ain't none falling after me. That's what God's words say. So none of us have arrived yet. But he that endure to the end shall be saved, and God will deal with that. He'll deal with all our shortcomings. Because he done already told us, like, look, if you just got a willing mind to serve me, that's accepted over that which you don't have. So give yourself a break. Stop trying to be perfect and just thank God for what you do have in him. Amen. And if you learn to thank God for what you do have in him, then you'll get better by and by. Amen. Amen? Amen? Stop putting that pressure on yourself. Religion put pressure on people. I wrote a thing on Facebook about the laws of the physical world are the senses, the five senses. Those are the laws. But the laws of the spiritual world is faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. So you get with two different laws here. Two different worlds, two different laws. The thing that works in the physical world don't work in the spiritual world. And vice versa. It don't work. If you try to take God's spiritualness and take it out there into the world, then it's, it's go, it, it ain't gonna work right. It's going it, people are gonna try to pervert it, and they're gonna try to do everything else. And then it's gonna backfire on you. You ain't gonna do what it's supposed to see. Everything gotta be in its proper place. Everything gotta be in its proper world. See, for us to be like this and to look at God, it would kill us because we're in different, two different worlds. So in order to see God, we gotta be like Him. If we don't want to be killed when we look at Him, Amen. You got it? Alright, let's move on. So, remember them little foxes. Remember. Talk to them. Like I told you. From there, you're good. Just keep a watch. Keep a watch. I need professionalism. Nothing less. We're reaching the world. We're reaching the world. I need professionalism. Stay on cue. Now watch this. Ephesians 16. Ephesians 16. It's a very serious situation we got going on. Ephesians 16. Over there. Ephesians 16. Now, watch this. We talked about that great and powerful door, right? Verse 10 says, Ephesians 16, verse 10 says, "Be strong in the Lord, and the power of His what might." might. Mm-hmm. Why? It goes on and says, "Put on not some, but put on the whole armor of God. That's easily, more easily said than done." See, when I read these scriptures, I just don't read them. I read them in realities of life. I want you to understand that this book is a great door that's been opened. And there's many adversaries. And there are going to be many things that are going to try to keep us from putting on that whole armor of God. You better believe that. The Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that ye might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen? Amen? For we wrestle not with what? In other words, we're not fighting one another. I don't understand how they be in these, some of these churches fighting each other and acting crazy. I understand that. The Bible says we're not fighting against flesh and blood. You ain't my enemy. You're my brother. Vice versa. But the enemy can be in me, and you think I'm your enemy. An enemy can get in you, and I'll think you my enemy if we allow it, if we forget that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. But watch what we are fighting against. Remember, there's a great door open, and there are not a few adversaries, but... And now these things are coming out of the higher realm, these tornadoes that Minister Adams sought. They're coming out of the higher realm. Now, look here, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities. Principalities are the first created beings of God. Now, some of these beings go to Jude 6. The book of Jude, verse 6. Test it. The book of Jude, verse 6. Put it up on the screen. It's supposed to be there. Now, in the book of Jude, verse 6, it says, it talks about how these demons, these demons, they came down. And they were so diabolical that God had to chain them up. That's the one that came down and they were having these, taking these women and they were having these giants. And teaching them all this crazy stuff, you know. Diabolical. They were so bad... Until God said, I had to chain them up in darkness. had to chain them boys up. They was crazy. If he hadn't chained them up, he couldn't let them keep running loose. So the worst of them, he had to chain up. But not all of them. They're known as principalities. They're the first created beings of God who went against God. See, it wasn't just a crew that left with Satan, Lucifer. It was two or three more groups that went too. Some of the watches went later on, you know. And then you got that crew there. See, see, you got to do research on this stuff. It just wasn't Lucifer that brought some down. Two hundred of them came down and, and, and landed on top of a mountain and, and taught uh, 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 women how to use, and, and men how to use magic and use mirrors, you know, and paint their face and all of that. D- that came from Demar, Demar. Talk, talk that They talk that Amen. That's why the Bible say Don't be so oh, too overly done in that In the book of Peter You know There's nothing wrong with it But I'm saying Some folk just done gone too far I've seen people with fingernails that long Am I lying I know a guy got fingernails that long I do but I seen some women on Facebook got fingernails that long. How? How you? Wh- what can they do? I don't know, and I ain't trying to find out. But that's a good question. That's a good question. You know, something ain't right. See, that's what says. See, that's that's what them demons will do. They make you go too far. So now these. First beings that we're rationing with, powerful. I call them lust spirits because that was their main thing. That thing was to come down and contaminate mankind with lust. That's what they did. Oh, Satan had that in him too. When he addressed Eve. Amen. He wasn't playing pity pat with Eve, y'all. Right. I'ma tell you that right now. No, that old boy don't play pity pat with girls. And after he taught Eve, Eve said, Look, look what what I found. And old Adam. Yeah. And then the whole thing fell down. Whole oh, thing All he had to do was say, God, you need to correct this. But we won't do that, will we? We'll try to satisfy man for we do what God tells us to do. And if we don't try to satisfy man, then we'll try to satisfy ourselves. One way. Amen. Now watch this. Watch this. Not only do we wrestle against principalities, remember we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against powers too. Powers are authorities that are over man that come from up top. See, this is spiritual stuff. And not only that, but we also wrestle against rulers. This is the prince of the air. Here's where Lucifer come in at. Ephesians 2, verse 2. He's the prince of the air. And then we dealing with the Spiritual wickedness in high places, these are the evil purposes and the desires that we have. See, that stuff comes from up top. And see, all of this stuff we're breathing into the at- from the atmosphere. Because all of this stuff is in the atmosphere. It's coming out of the first realm of heaven, which is the atmosphere, the realm of the atmosphere. The second heaven, the three heavens, first, second, and third. Paul went to the third. First heaven is where Satan is. He's in the air, Prince of Air. Second heaven is area of the stars. Third heaven is the throne where God is. Paul said, "I went up to the third heaven." It's in the book. It's in the book. I went up to the third heaven. Amen. So this is what we're fighting against. When they say we got a great door, and there are what kind of adversary? Many. Many. And we're not wrestling with flesh and blood because we're not entered into a great spiritual door that's very powerful. And in there are these principalities. In there, there are these powers. In there, there are these rulers of the darkness of this world. In there, there is this spiritual wickedness inside that great door that we've entered into called salvation because now we've been opened up to the elements. Understand what I'm saying? Because we've now entered into the spirit realm. And in the spirit realm, there's all kinds of spirits. That's why God said, I'm going to create not only a new earth, but I'm going to create a new heaven, too. Because I got to clean it up, too. That's what his book say now. That's what God's words say. I know what his words say. That's why when I preach, I preach with confidence because I know what his words say. And I ain't preaching nothing but the word. So I can stand with confidence. I ain't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't unsure about nothing I say up here. Whether you like it or not. I ain't unsure about none of it. I don't care. Like, like Price told him the other day. Uh, 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 what's his name? Frederick Price. Frederick Price told him. He told the whole mass of them. I ain't scared of none of you. That back in his younger day. He preached a good word too, y'all. The old boy preach a good word. Frederick Price, you know, check him out sometime. He's younger day. Now, Ecclesiastes 5, verse 1 and 2. Ecclesiastes 5, verse 1 and 2 talks about how we, when we come into the house of the Lord, that we ought to be more ready to hear. Cause what? Cause faith comes about what? Hear. Amen. So when we come up in here, instead of trying to critique or listen to something that we don't particularly agree with because we don't know no better. Instead of learning, we come up in there and close our ears. But the Bible says when you come in the house of the Lord, read it. You ought to be more ready to hear. Y'all ain't got them scriptures up there? What's going on? Keep that foot when you go into the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give a sacrifice of food for they don't consider the evil that they've done. In other words, when you come up in there half caught, not willing to hear, you're doing the evil. Not before me, but before God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it say another thing, it don't go ahead and read verse two there. Don't don't be rash with your mouth. Yeah, it say that too. See, some people got a big mouth. And they don't realize life and death is in the power of the tongue. Shut up. Touch your mouth. God say Don't touch my anointing, do my prophets no harm. In other words, get back. Watch your mouth. Because God'll heard all of us. And you bet. When I'm standing in here, Brenda standing in here, or Tom standing in here, and whoever else come along standing in here, let me tell you something. You better be more ready to hear. And don't touch God's anointing because that's definitely God's anointing when they're standing up here and that thing coming down and they're feeding it to you. And that's why whoever's up here, I'm listening. I know I'm an apostle over the house, but that don't mean nothing. When it comes time for me to eat, sit down. Listen. I ain't the only one God gives something to. I got other leaders up in here that God gives to, and I need to hear That's why I don't stay in this pulpit all the time and let somebody else up here. I want to hear what else God got to say to put to the puzzle. Amen? Amen. It's called a fivefold ministry, not a onefold. Well, it is. Well, it is. Last verse, and we're out of here. Done good. Revelation 4 1. We started with open door, right? Revelation four one, amen. amen. Mm-hmm. Revelation four one, amen. amen. Mhm. Watch this. After this, after what? After God spoke to them about that wretched church called Laodicea. That's this church that's out here now, the last age church, Laodicea. That's the one that says in the Bible, I'm rich, I'm full of goods, I don't need nothing. And God came back and reprimanded him and said, no, you're a fool. you blind, you poor. Not only that, you're wretched. Don't that sound like the church today? They think they got it all going on because they got a big church, new sanctuary. They got a big church, but their God ain't big. I'd rather really have a big God. Amen. Because after all, it was the steel voice. It wasn't, God wasn't in the thunder. Hmm. Because uh, 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 of uh, Elijah, I mean, the, the prophet Elijah in the book of what? Samuel, or king's. God wasn't in the storm or the wind. God wasn't in the fire. God wasn't in the thunder. But God was in that small, still voice. Yeah, that's the one that can make you or break you. See, we like to look for the big things. It ain't the big things. It's them little foxes. <laughs> It's the little fox. You see, that small, still voice can make you or break you. Mm-hmm. Everybody looking for this great explosion. They want all of these miracles. Miracles, signs, and wonders are not for the believers, they're for the unbelievers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh? I need a miracle. You are a miracle. You got saved. I need a healing. you already healed. All you got to do is speak, keep speaking it, because he says it's already done. By his stripes, we're healed. As long as I say I need something from God, I'm going to always need something from God. But when I start taking ownership of what God has already given me by God, it's going to manifest itself. It's going to manifest itself. He's going to do it on God's time. So that you can handle them. Bible says. Go back to the scripture. Says that I looked, And after this. After he told them they were blind. and Crazy and wretched and all that. Laodicea. He said and I looked and behold. That adore you. It was what? You just worry about you. What did it say there? A door was what? Open. Open. Where? Say it again. In heaven. 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 The spirit realm. A great and effectual door, a great and powerful door was opened where? In In heaven. That's what Paul was talking about. He said a great door and a powerful door has been opened to me. And there's going to be many adversaries. See, Paul was talking about going into the world and bringing in the Spirit of the living God from the heavenly realm. He had reached in, and watch this. And the first voice which I heard, not the second voice, not the third voice, but the first voice that I hear when God is speaking to me. I say, when God is speaking to me, the first voice that I'm going to hear. As if it were a trumpet talking with me, it's going to tell me to do what? Come where? I wish somebody would say it. Come up what, Brenda? Higher. Come up higher. That's the first voice you gonna hear. Because in order to see more, you got to go up more. Amen? Amen? I told you before. When I go up here, I see more. When I go up here, I see even more. When I go up here, I, the higher I go, the more I see. Yeah. He said, now, if you want to see, if you want me to show you the things which must come hereafter, a great door has been opened. Oh. And there are going to be many adversaries. If you want me to show you that, then you're going to have to come up. Mm-hmm. You got to come up. Mm-hmm. It can't be church as usual. That's With your entertainment. With your entertainment. And you're rolling on the floor. And the first of the month you're doing your little white gloves and all of that kind of stuff. No, it's got to go beyond that. It's got to go kingdom, people. Amen. I'm talking to, to, to them to them church folk out there. Amen. Yeah, you need to know. You sitting in them old dead churches talking about, I got a word from the Lord. You ain't got nothing. You got recycled cornflakes. Sure. Brenda, didn't you say man or cease? And now in our next season, we got to eat of the parched corn, which is the ancient wisdom of God. Amen. Ain't that what the word says? Ain't that what you preached? Matter ceased, right? right? Cornflakes ceased a long time ago Amen. when we first started. Amen. That's why we started. We took cornflakes off the menu. Amen. We took church off the menu. We put kingdom where it's supposed to be. Amen. Amen. Give him some praise. Give him praise. (laughs) Amen.